And now, here's Mayor Gonzo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good day, everyone. We're live here at the studios of Radio A1A in Isla Mirada, Florida. I'm Sammy Mays, the official honorary mayor of Key West and the fabulous Florida Keys, with trial lawyer and prolific author of the Jake Sullivan series of novels, Mr. Chip Bell. Chip, you there? I am. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Chip. Everything okay this morning with you? I think we're over the hump here. We have a sunny day. It's going to be about 79 degrees, so perhaps, and I say perhaps, winter is over in western Pennsylvania. So that's where you are in western Pennsylvania? Yeah, in a little town just north of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, You know, with a plethora of information that a trial lawyer has, I've always thought that you would make the best authors. So what's that secret? What's that secret formula all about? Well, you know, I, uh, I think we have to tell a story when we try cases. We mm-hmm. have to put things in the perspective of the people we're trying the case in front of. We learn a little bit about the jurors, and we have to make it so it's understandable. And, uh, you know, you don't want to talk down to anyone, and especially someone who's going to give you a verdict in a case. So you try and make sure that you're on the same wavelength with everybody. So it's telling a story of a kind. So I think it's the same thing in a way. So you use a lot of Jake Sullivan's. Do you do you put a lot of your trial information into your books, into the Jake Sullivan series? No. When I uh, when I decided to do this, I wanted to have a character who could travel in the Caribbean, uh, in Key West. My southern Florida, Miami, etc., and that really didn't lend itself to courtroom activity. And also, I've been doing courtroom work for forty years. I wanted to, my book to be something else, so it's more action and adventure. Uh, I used his being a lawyer to get him involved with the federal government. That got him ultimately involved with the president, and now he's sort of a troubleshooter for my imaginary president, mm-hmm. and goes all over the place on strange and mysterious cases, which is what I wanted. Yeah, and you also want to live in Key West, too, don't you? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, you know, absent a wife, grandkids, and a job, I'd probably be there. <laughs> well, you know, just bring the whole damn family down, you know, and enjoy yourself. We, you know might, what I, we might make it. Well, I wish you would, because there's plenty enough room for you, and I'd have another good friend here in the Keys. So you're uh, personally you. invited. You're personally invited by the honorary mayor's office to move, live here, and enjoy yourself. We'll make you an honorary I conk. That. I appreciate that sincerely. So now, is it 12 volumes, or is it 11 volumes with one to drop, or is it 12 volumes with the 13th to drop? It's 11 with one to drop, Friday. And Friday. Congratulations. Big rig, huh? That is correct. Can you tell us anything about it? Yeah, it, uh, Jake and his buddy Mike are involved in uh, some notifications that uh, nuclear weapons have come into the country, and the trail leads them to flo- to uh, Florida and then out to Arizona. And most of the action takes place in the desert of Arizona. Hmm. Interesting. In the desert yeah, of Arizona. No, it, it, it's a funny thing uh, what this this writing thing has done with me is I've met a lot of uh, wonderful people, yourself and Harry included. Uh, but I met a young lady at a meeting of the minds two years ago when I was selling books and she was talking to me about my shirt, which was a uh, yacht club shirt. And 
She said, you know, you ought to go visit the yacht club that's out in the middle of the Arizona desert. And I said, hmm. what? And she said, yeah, Quartzsite Yacht Club. So I started oh. researching it. And in fact, there is a yacht club in a little stretch of desert about 150 miles west of Phoenix. And I contacted the owner and got to know her. And the, the Quartzsite Yacht Club plays a big part in Big Rig. Interesting. Now, let me ask you this. Is that blue Is that blue water? Is it like a, is it a hole dug with granite at the bottom or something? No, it's just yacht- it's a, little, it's a little restaurant motel complex that sits on uh, I-10. And there's a story behind it about someone came out and just bought a bar and decided, you know, in this ocean of desert, he would create a yacht club. And his slogan at the time was, long time no see, S-E-A. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Yeah, I'm a I am a charter member now, and so is Jake Sullivan. As a matter of fact, I want to be a charter member of that yacht club in the desert. That's cool. Well, you know the greatest thing about it is they are the largest. They have the largest membership of any yacht club in the world. And the great thing about yacht clubs is most of them give reciprocity. So you could take your car from Quartzsite, go eat in Newport. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's going to be a great book. Interesting. I love that. So is it big boats that are in this yacht club or little dinghies? <laughs> They're mostly RVs parked all over the desert around it, basically. And they call that the yacht club. There yeah. is water. Am I correct? No, there's no water. Okay. Oh, my gosh. No, oh. that's why it's long time no sea. That's interesting, Chip. I can't wait to get this book. Big rig, everybody. So you name you name your books after Jimmy Buffett titles. How did that come about? Well, I wrote my first one. Uh, it was a rainy October day, cold rainy day in October of 2010. And I just listened to Come Monday on the uh, radio. And that's always been my youngest daughter, Jessica, and my song. And I was sitting there thinking, I thought, I bet you I could write, it was a Friday, so I was thinking, I bet you I could write a book that would start on a Friday and end on a Monday, hence come Monday. So when I did it, at the time, I was only thinking about writing that book, but as it progressed, I decided I wanted to write more, and I thought, well, what can I use for the the theme that ties it all together? And my book covers are all basically tropical scenes. And my titles are all Jimmy Buffett talks, song titles. So How that's clever. the thing that ties everything together. That is so clever. Now, um, you were, I saw a picture of you with Jimmy Buffett. And you were in some foreign island, some foreign island, because I could tell there were mountains in the mountains or hills in the background. And so you met Jimmy Buffett. Does he know about the Jake Sullivan series? And I have to presume he does. Uh, yeah, I met him. That was on Joseph Von Dyke in the, in the British Virgins and... Uh, my best friend, whose name is Mike Langer, and Jake's best friend, by the way, is named Mike Lang, hmm. actually introduced me to Buffett and his music. And uh, for his 50th birthday, I took him on a sailing trip through the Virgin Islands. And we were on Joe Van Dyke on St. Patrick's Day in 2009. And uh, I was sitting there drinking a beer, and I looked down the beach, and I turned to Mike, and I said, you know, you're going to think I'm crazy, but that's Jimmy Buffett. And, of course, he looked down and said, yeah, you're usually crazy, and you're crazy this time. That's not Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> I said, okay. I kept looking. Yeah, it was. So we went down and introduced ourselves, and uh, he, uh, after that, took off pretty quickly because I think other people started to notice who he was, and he headed out to sea. But uh, I had met him there, and uh, I had met him <laughs> actually on the 
back alley behind Sloppy Joe's because the first, I think it was the first Parrothead convention in Key West, he came out on the street to play a set, and I just happened to be standing there, and he almost ran into me. So on those two occasions, I have seen him. And when my first book came out, the people at Margaritaville in Key West were kind enough to sell it in the store. So I'm presuming he knows. So I see here where it says Jake Sullivan takes them, the readers, along familiar streets to classic haunts and restaurants with colorful characters that make Key West the place that it is. Tell me some of the places that you've included in your books and which book has this in it. Uh, I know Havana Day Dreaming and Come Monday have uh, The Chart Room and The Schooner Wharf. I don't know if Louis is in that one or not, but I, I, my favorite bars in Key West are the chart room. When I first started going there, I met a lot of people from Key West there. Who I really enjoyed the company of, and um, the Schooner Wharf is, I just love the outside atmosphere of it. So I spend, when I'm down there, I spend a lot of time in those two places. And they're primarily the two places I use in the books about Key West. Now, the, the books after the first couple sort of left Key West to some degree because they went to different places in the world. But the uh, next four, basically, are going to be centered in Key West. Very good. Now, you know what I don't like about the chart room? What? Nothing. I don't like the fact that it opens at 530. It doesn't open earlier. You can't you can't be a pirate if you don't drink early. That, oh, that's true. But the outside bar down by the water's nice. And uh, the chart room used to open at 4. Maybe it still does. I don't go until 530. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I think it's later now. But that whole atmosphere sort of changed a little from when I first went there. But I still like it. still like to go there and meet people. So now, do it's you always stay, interesting. Do you stay at the pier house when you come into town? I stayed at the Pier House every time I went there until I started selling books down at uh, the convention, at the Parrothead Convention, mm -hmm. Meeting of the Minds. And now I stay there because it's just a lot easier. I get my books shipped there, and then I'm there. And so it's easier that way. So the past couple of times I've stayed down at the Costa Marina. Chip, uh, Chris, excuse me, Chris Aheron just just texted me and said, tell Chip I love the Schooner Wharf, too. He's one of your fans, <laughs> and he's on number six. That's what he told me. Yeah, he sent me a message about that, that he's on the sixth one. He said, uh, Jake and Mike remind him of uh, Kirk and Spock. <laughs> and I told him, <laughs> most people tell me they remind him of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but I can understand Kirk and Spock. That's fine. That's funny. That's funny. That's great. So it seems like you've got a large uh, fan base here of the, with the Jake Sullivan series. Congratulations on that, Chip. So where can where can they get the books, babe? If they want to get now and tell me, do you, you've got them in ebook, Kindle? Tell me what all you have. I don't know what you have. All all the yeah, have. I, they're they're on uh, strictly on Amazon, and the ebooks are on uh, Kindle, which of course you can get that app for anything anymore, right. and. Um, then the paperbacks are sold directly through Amazon. Chip, what inspires you? Uh, oh, you're talking about the books? Or in yeah, what inspires you to write? I have always liked this genre. And, of course, like everybody else, I always figured I could do it. And now that I've started it, it is just a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. 
I, I've been very fortunate in my life. I've been able to have fun even in practicing law, strange as that may seem. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's usually my goal in whatever I do. And this has just been probably one of the most fun things I've done. And I have to honestly say this, not just because I'm talking to you now, but in meeting uh, you and Harry and the people in Trop Rock, it's gotten even more fun than I imagined it could be. So uh, it. It, until it, as long as it is, I'll probably keep doing it. But uh, when it stops being it, then I'll stop. I think but, you've got this formula down, though. Why stop now? Well, you know, I realize it's not war and peace, and I tell people that. There, I hope my goal is that somebody else is sitting on a cold, rainy October day, and they pick up a book, and all of a sudden they hear the palm trees swaying, and they hear the surf, and they... Uh, Maybe go get a cocktail, and they enjoy themselves. And if that happens, I'm happy. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Well, now, uh, indeed. Now, where do you when do you find the time to write? Though, I mean, you're in a you're a trial attorney. How how do you, how do you make this work? And how do you have so many books out when you have a well, career? I, I do two a year. That's I I didn't at first, and then I started into this rhythm where I do one in the spring and one in the fall. And uh, I do it primarily on the weekends and because uh, my weeks are spent, my mornings, my attorney job, afternoons, I'm pop-pop to my two grandkids. Well, one's in school now, but my little granddaughter. And uh, then in the evenings, uh, I used to teach at a local college here, but I don't do that anymore. And I basically just go home and do things around the house that I want to do. And then on the weekends, I write. On the weekends, do you spend any time? Get to spend time. I heard you just mention your granddaughter, your grandchildren. But do you get to spend any time with them? Every day, I go home, uh, have lunch with my granddaughter. She is she just turned two, Charlie, oh. and uh, then I rock her to sleep, put her down for a nap, wake her up, and we go pick up my grandson who's in kindergarten, and I take them to my daughter's house, which is only about ten miles away, and wait for either she or her husband to come home, whoever gets home first. So I get a lot of time with both of them, which is the best job I have. Which book in the series, Jake Sullivan series, is your favorite? Uh, I think it's Jamaica Mistaka. And why is that? Well, first of all, it deals with pirates and treasure, which has always been a big thing with me. I like that. (laughs) I was a history major in college, so I always have a history. I look up some strange, weird legend or fact basis historical fact basis and try and craft a story around it. This deals with uh, Henry Morgan's treasure from Panama. Mm. And um, I I wrote it since it was in Jamaica. I have characters who are Jamaican, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I actually got a Jamaican English dictionary. And I wrote their dialogue as best I could in Jamaican. And that was fun. I enjoyed that. And uh, I think that's my favorite for those reasons. Very good. Do you mind if we take a break right now and come back to you in no. just a few minutes? No, not at all. Okay, stand by, Chip. I will. Thank you. Okay. Hi, this is author Sammy Mays. For you who enjoy reading, may I recommend the Jake Sullivan series by author Chip Bell. Read Chip Bell's latest novel, Fins. Read and collect all 12 books in the Jake Sullivan series at chipbellauthor.com. The Jake Sullivan series has been awarded Mayor Gonzo May's Five Parrots in a Palm Tree for Literary Excellence. Chip, you there? I am. 
I'm talking with Chip Bell, the prolific author. He's a trial attorney of the Jake Sullivan series of novels. And we have him live on the air in at Radio A1A Studios in Alamorada, Florida. So hello again, Chip. How are you, Mayor? I'm doing still doing well, thank you. Now, um, how many words do you think that you put in a book? Do you have a certain amount of words or play with a certain amount of words? Because uh, they all seem to be about the same size. Yeah, it just, you know what, it works out that way. I don't know why, really. It, it seems I can encapsulate the story. I think the, the longest I've had is like 260 pages, and the, the first one, I believe, was the shortest, which was like 150 pages. Usually it, it comes out around 200 pages, and I really don't do a word count. Uh, my chapters, some of my pap- chapters are only a page because I've found, and I've gotten this feedback from a lot of readers, that they like the way the action flows. Uh, it, it keep the suspense keeps going that way for them, and it seemed when I wrote it that it went that way for me also. So normally, we've lost Chip for just a moment here. Let's try to hook him back up. Just stand by, everyone, and we're going to be putting the mic. The mic broke. We're going to take a break. How about that? We'll just take a little bit of break, and then we'll come right back. Thank you, everyone. Stand by. Hey, this is Matt from Tiki Tom Toms and the Pineapple Beach Party, and you are listening to Radio A1A, broadcasting from the beautiful Florida Keys. Did you know there's an organization here in Florida that's been changing the lives of children for 60 years? The Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranches works with children struggling to get a healthy start in life. Some have been neglected or abused. No matter their background, they come into a loving family environment that values education, faith, and hard work. With your contribution, the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranches can continue giving children a chance to succeed. To donate today or to learn more, visit youthranches.org. This is Wilson from Weekdays with Wilson. Join me, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Keys time every Monday through Saturday. We'll be trap rocking from the Tiki Bar in the Sun Beach studio. So sit back, relax, and keep it tuned right here for the best in trap rock. Radio A1A, music for your road to paradise. Islands, known for its crystal blue waters, famous for sports fishing, world-class diving, and its laid-back atmosphere. 
between the Everglades National Park and the National Marine Sanctuary, the Keys are home to a precious and rare ecosystem found nowhere else. Here you will also find world-class dining featuring fresh-from-the-dock seafood as well as other chef-prepared culinary favorites. The Florida Keys has the feel of a quaint seaside village with a laid-back vibe, taking you worlds away from everyday cares. Stunning coastal-inspired homes line the shores of the islands offering spectacular sunset views. Whether you start your day taking in the sunrise on your oceanfront veranda or heading out on the water for an adventure, the Keys has something to offer everyone. American Caribbean Real Estate, your Christie's International Real Estate Brokerage, knows that our island lifestyle is just as important as the home, and we are prepared to match you to the right property to fit your lifestyle. As the local Christie's International Real Estate affiliate, we have the powerful backing of the network, including 1,300 offices worldwide, and the only real estate company owned by a premier auction house. This, added to our local market expertise, makes American Caribbean Real Estate the right agency to assist you in finding your piece of paradise in the Florida Keys. We're back with um, Sammy Mays, and I'm here in the studios of Radio A1A in Alamorada, Florida, and I'm your official honorary mayor of Key West and the fabulous Florida Keys. And with me today is trial lawyer and prolific author of the Jake Sullivan series of novels, Chip Bell, and I'm enjoying talking to him. We had a little break in our call right there, but uh, neither one of us did it, so of course. And uh, But Chip, you, you there? I am here. You're there. We were just talking about word count in books, in your books, right. in your books. Tell me, what did it, where are you when you stop and you put and you stop writing for the day, for the evening? Are you a morning writer or an evening writer? I usually get to the office on a Saturday or Sunday earlier in the morning. Spend a couple hours here. Just a couple of hours writing, huh, each morning on the weekends? Yeah, I, I have maybe a system that's different than other people. I do a ba- real basic outline, uh, and then I dictate everything. I don't write it out or type it out. I've been dictating everything as a trial attorney for 40 years, so that's what's comfortable for me, and I've mm. also found uh, it's easier to do dialogue that way for me because I'm actually talking like I would be talking to a person. Mm-hmm. So I come in and I'll dictate, I don't know, a couple hours' worth, and uh, then my son Terry will type that, and I just start filling in the chapters as I go through it again and then again. Uh, so it, it really isn't a process that takes me that long. This book that's now coming out this Friday, I started uh, in late February. So it doesn't take that long for me to do it that way. Cray, cray. I can't even imagine as a writer myself with a couple of books. I just can't imagine. Just, I just stress over them. You know, as I'm writing, I stress over it. It could take me two years to write a book. But see, I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of you, Chip Bell. Well, I don't know what it is, but it just works for me. So that's what I do. So when you're when you're writing and you've got to start again the next day, you're just in the middle of a chapter. Do you complete a chapter and 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 stop there, or do you stop in the middle of a chapter of a story and begin again the next day? I'll stop at the end. I'll stop at the end and start with a new chapter the next day. Okay. All right. 
I needed to know that. My daughter always said, she, I said, baby, what is the secret to your reading? In sixth grade, she was a, uh, she took the test and she was reading on a second year college level in sixth grade. And I asked her, I said, well, since I'm dyslexic, I said, well, what's your secret to, to, to reading so fast and so well and retaining everything that you're reading? And she says, I always stop at a boring part when I know that the action's getting ready to happen. Well, maybe no, not a boring that's part. Idea. Yeah, that's an idea. yeah, and that's how she learned, and that's what kept her interested in reading all, you know, at a young age. Well, I think that's why my my short chapter thing works for the same reason. I think people, you know, I set up something, but it doesn't take them long to get through what I'm setting up, and then they get to it, and they seem, like I said, they seem to like that. Oh, indeed. I think so, too. Uh, Christopher Allen loves the Jake Sullivan series and would like to know when the next book is Big Rig is going to drop. Friday, May 4th. And how do do they go about getting it? Uh, On Amazon. As I said, they can get it either as an e-book through the Kindle app or directly from Amazon on Kindle. And the paperbacks are sold through Amazon. Did you have a store, a family storyteller within your family that uh, told stories that that inspired you to tell stories? Uh, not really, not really. I, I'm sort of, as you mentioned with your daughter, I've, I've always read uh, for as long as I can remember. My my father wasn't a storyteller, but he loved books. He loved reading. And, I mean, no matter what I got for Christmas, I also got books. And I love to read, and I've always read a lot, and I'm a, I'm a quick reader. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I think that's where it came from more than anywhere else. Well, Jake Sullivan is a fascinating character. And I love the fact that you've put him in Key West and in the Florida Keys. Uh, so, you know, and I like the fact that you're using it almost like a tourist, a tourism guide. To send people, to, like you said, to the chart room or to Schooner Wharf, you know, and to all these different places, the uh, beer house. So that's pretty cool, a, a, uh, a guide within a novel. That's very interesting. Well, they say, you know, to write about what you know. So when I first, 20-some years ago, when I first started coming down to Key West, uh, I got to like certain places and and did a lot of walking around town. So I grew to knew it per, know it pretty well and... Uh, so I, uh, I tend to probably direct people to the places I like and uh, also help them try not to miss anything. And what a, to get the flavor of it, I mean, you know, I'm not telling you anything. Key West is Key West. There's nowhere else like it. Uh, and I, I try to, to give some of that flavor. And, you know, I have people that I've met there, you know, there, there was a, a bartender at uh, Schooner, you said, Ten bar at the schooner worth that I put in one of my books because we used to talk about them all the time. And if anybody asks me, I always do that. That's not a problem. So I, it, it's just it's sort of tied me to the fabric of the place that I truly, truly love to go to when I go away. And uh, again, you know, you write about what you like. You write about what you know. And uh, I think that's for me what I like is Key West and the Caribbean. So that's why I set it there. I do as well. I, I get you. Did you know that the Casa Marina is haunted? I have heard that. I have heard that. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I will tell you more about that if you're interested, because it's a really fascinating story. Well, let me tell you really quick. And back in the Great Depression, when things crash, this couple that always came from New York, this well-heeled couple, they would often stay at the Casa Marina, which was a family home at the time. And uh, so the entire family lived there. And when the uh, they came to fish, they were invited down for the weekend, and they came deep-sea fishing and went shopping. And the next weekend, after the weekend was over and it was time for them to leave, they were found hanging in their room. <laughs> so that room is blocked off. That number is taken off the wall and is blocked off to this day. Uh, in honor of this couple who who lost their lives or took their lives in the room. But anyway, just something to ponder. I'll have to scout that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't make up stories. I'll only report them. (laughs) Oh, here we go, Chip. It was such great talking to you, Chip Bell. Y'all get a series, the Jake Sullivan series in Amazon, or go to Chip's website, chipbellauthor.com. Thank you again, Chip. I'll see you around Key West. All right, thank you. You take care. You too. Bye. Calypso poets pay their rent, so be generous with the old tip jar. While up the road, millionaires buy up homes with 10 by 12 foot yards. Me, I keep things simple. I don't make a ripple. Give me a Key West address. 